Hey guys, it's Hello Waffle and we're back like we never left. Like, I feel like they're selling shows after shows after shows in different countries, not even just like um, in the continent of Africa, but worldwide. Like, Steve, England, London, Ministry of Sound, that show was sold out. They didn't have to have any um, Afrobeat artists to help them out or anyone else. They did that themselves. So I, I definitely think it's taken over. But I do like understand when people say that, oh, it's dying down or it might die down soon because their turnover for songs is so quick. Like mm-hmm. the way they release albums or the way they release remixes or different things like their turnover is so super quick and I just don't I don't know I don't know how I don't know how they do it but anyway I don't know if I'm making sense but yeah man what do you think yeah I feel like I feel like we're at a point where it's like I'm starting to realize at least well I don't know about everybody else but for me I feel like it's not going anywhere. It's definitely not going anywhere. After I saw what I saw um, on Friday. Go on, set, and go on, um, Not Friday, Saturday. So I'm at Davido. Um, and obviously, like, Davido's involvement in it is not pure Amma Piano. That's more Afro Piano or what, whatever you want to call it. You get me? Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, going back to the roots, I feel like for it to, for me to hear what I heard on Saturday when Focalistic came, and the sound in the arena was just amazing. The vibe was amazing. And it was just like, this was one of the highlights of the night. I feel like, I feel like if, if, if all the Ama Piano, like people just like come together and keep pushing it, I feel like they really have something here. And obviously they already know that they've got something there in, in their own respective, you know, country and scene and whatever. I feel like if they really kind of like push it, like I feel like this stuff will go global, like massively. You get me? Like yeah, I feel like yeah. that man could properly do like big, big stuff in the next five, ten years. Mm. Alright, but yeah, I, 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 I agree with you because even like the involvement of like Afrobeat artists like Davido, Burner Boy, Wiz. They did help it like push even more, and like you're saying, like the in this in the Amma piano scene, obviously it's big to me because I have people who are dancers and hosts and hostesses, hostesses, yeah, MCs like for that kind of um, scene, and so for me it seems big. But then talking to other people who don't really who aren't really a part of the scene, they don't really. Um, see this extent of like you know the hype that i see do you know what i mean but if like i don't know what i'm trying to say i don't know what i'm trying to say but basically i see like more 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 songs and more music like dwindling into the mainstream and like you know more people playing i'm a piano and playing songs that aren't always like the same three songs that they probably hear in the club like some people are actually like you know I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, you get what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but because I feel like I'm like losing my train of thought. But I, I do see it. I do see it getting bigger. I, I've been screaming. I'm a fan of to the world from the start. Can't lie. 
um mm-hmm. but i've always been heavy on like the south african music um south african house music um, mm-hmm. yeah so that like when i'm a piano came it was just like oh what's this like yeah i'm on it um but yeah i do see it getting bigger and i do want it to expand more but my only thing is like we see different genres coming up and then you know in five or ten years years they just kind of the hype dies down and i don't want that to happen i don't Mm. know if how that can be stopped with i'm a piano do you know what i mean yeah especially with the way that they release songs so quickly because it's just like oh they released this song like you um let's say uh you want a bamba you want a g with a big voice even though that's more afro afro piano but that died down quickly and then the new song was like popping yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah no i hear you i hear you i think i think the the thing for me is i'm someone who likes lyrics in it and (laughs) yeah yeah in a piano like there are sometimes songs where there are lyrics but a lot of the time like you with I'm a piano. I feel like there's a lot of focus on on the music itself, and like yeah, the beats yeah. and stuff like that. You get me? Yeah. So for me, I was always like, well, for other people who don't like lyrics, they might not gravitate towards I'm a piano. You get me? Mm-hmm. But when I was hearing it in the arena, the sound was just very, very, uh, I don't know, electric. I want to say. The atmosphere was was really you get me so like now I'm like now I need to hear more of this in terms of like concerts and stuff like that because I feel like yeah, it'd be yeah. a proper proper vibe you get me um yeah, I and like I want to go to a festival where I'm just hearing I'm a piano because I haven't heard it I don't think I've heard it in the sun you get me I don't feel yeah, like I've been, I, I've been out with friends yeah. like drinking like hearing just i'm a piano i feel like that would be another sort of vibe let's go i'm a first when's that when's that summer is uh, i think it's at the end either the end of august or the beginning of september but last year apparently it was popping like it was lit and it was straight it was straight i'm a piano artist from beginning to end dj yeah like and apparently it was lit. I missed out, unfortunately. I was actually I say unfortunately. I was at my friend's wedding. <laughs> so, <laughs> Cause you're right, like in the sun, you're drinking, vibes right, people are looking good, you know, skin is mm-hmm. listening, you know, like that's when it will be popular. Like that's when it will be the best time to listen to Ama Piano. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, so I feel like. The only thing I feel like is that maybe the artists themselves might find it hard to like get those big fan bases. I feel like it might more it might be the DJs more that attract yeah. a lot of people because the yeah. DJs are the ones that kind of like yeah put together, that story put is not clicking sets together. It's waffle. We might it's hella see a waffle. lot more of those personalities rather than the artists. But at the same time, I feel like if they do manage to kind of like come together like they have already done and just continue to push their sound i feel like it could be like massive yeah i agree with you well i'm a piano to the world piano to the world baby um yeah anyway (laughs) do you have any music news for us this week yeah of course i do 
Um, so first off, Wireless Festival. It has three dates this year at three different locations. So we got Crystal Palace, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of like goes off how it was last year. Then we've got Finsbury Park. So, you know, it's usually at Finsbury Park where it has been, except for last year. Mm-hmm. And this year we also have Birmingham, um, which is interesting. Um, and then we also have the headliners, which are Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, J. Cole, ASAP Rocky, Scissor. I believe Dave is a headliner as well. Yeah. And Tyler, the creator. Um, and J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole. Um, so yeah, very, very interesting lineup. Um, but also a lot more women, because I feel like that's been the crit- criticism, where there hasn't been a lot of women in the past at Wireless. Um, this year we got Scissor, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj headlining. Uh, I believe Summer Walker's there this year. Doja Cat is there as well. Um, I feel like Doja is big enough to be a headliner. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, elsewhere, Dizzy Rascal has been convicted of assault against his ex-fiance. Um, I don't know if you saw him walking out of the court, um, but there's a video of him where he, like somebody's recording him on his camera and he just snatches the camera and chucks it into traffic. Oh my days! This is legit news for me. I didn't know this. <laughs> it happened yesterday. <gasps> oh my gosh! How much he's touching your eyes? <laughs> Central C grabbed a UK number one album with his mixtape Twenty Three. So congratulations to to Central C. Congratulations. Wizkid and Thames have gone double platinum. With their song Essence in the US. Oh, Yeah, massive. And uh, yeah, lastly, Snoop has revealed that Jay Z was willing to walk away with his partnership with um, Rock Nation and the NFL. He was willing to walk away from that over the halftime show. So yeah, he fought for Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent for them to do the halftime show this year at the Super Bowl. Um, which was a great halftime show, in my opinion. It was great. I loved it. I loved every single minute of it. You know, we um, we hear people talking about wanting to stick together as a black community, but actually seeing it happen and, you know, having a partnership like NFL, being a part of that partnership is mm-hmm. big. So for Jay-Z to be willing to sacrifice that for, I guess, fellow like artists, fellow colleagues, is big. It's a... It's a um, it's commendable. Tell a waffle. Yeah, so that's it for music news this week. Thank you very much. That leads us on to waffle or not this week. I can't. I forgot. Um... Alright. Um. Well, waffle or not for this week is the statement. Anytime Kanye releases something new, whether it's music or this documentary or clothing for Yeezys or anything like that, we all of a sudden forget his wrongdoing. Is that waffle or is it not? Hmm. That is very, very interesting. Um, I feel like as a society, we're very forgetful um mm-hmm. like 
someone could do the maddest thing mm-hmm. and then if again like Kanye like they release something it's like oh my gosh you're so brilliant you're so amazing you're a genius um and yeah we just forget everything else obviously not all um not all things basically like what uh like not all situations like what if someone like murders their wife or something or um you know uh pedophilia or someone molests molest someone whatever but there are certain situations that we've seen like let's say the whole like what we were talking about last time about the whole um that west ham footballer who kicked the cat yeah zuma yeah i feel like we've forgotten about that now like no one's talking about it it's just old news um once he starts playing again i don't think there's probably going to be as much backlash you know than the beginning um and that's the same thing and even i was thinking about this other day we're still like ranting and raving about burner boy but we're forgetting the whole rumor that he allegedly raped someone mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i think as a society we kind of kind of turn a blind eye to certain things just because we love that person um or love the artist like again kanye you know kind of like his documentary was sick his i have to give it to him his documentary was sick um his music was sick but then again we like most people obviously there's still, still some people that hold him accountable for his actions but most people do um are like but he's brilliant. Look at him. Like, oh, what he did when he said that um, we're still slaves or uh, black people chose to be slaves. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we've, we've been like, oh, you know, but look what he done. After that, when that could have just been a... Um, yeah, could have just been a PR stunt to cover up him, his actual statement. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah, what do you think? Um... I feel like there's there is a section of of diehard Kanye fans who regardless of what Kanye does like are going to support him no matter what you get me um and you get the same in any sort of fan base whether it's Nicki Minaj, Travis Scott, Beyonce um they all have those diehard core fans who regardless of what their favorite artist does they're going to be supporting of that person right now i feel like with kanye um first and foremost do you feel like there's anything he's done specifically that means that he should be cancelled um off the top of my head Oh, okay. Off the top of my head, no. He did say the whole thing about black people just slavery. Yeah. Which was very mad. But I don't think that's enough to cancel him. But again, maybe I'm forgetful because I can't recall much for him to be cancelled. I think he's just said some wild statements that offended a lot of people. But... Mm-hmm not to the extent to then be cancelled oh but the whole uh, Kim K thing about him stalking Kim K 
I don't know. Do you think that's enough for him to be cancelled or that? Um, I think for me, I don't know about cancelled, but for me, I feel like Kanye's done enough in my mind for me to be like, oh, okay, I'm not going to listen to him like that no more. Really? You know I mean? Yeah. Why? Go on. I don't know. I feel like there's just been a build-up of stuff where it's like, all right, he said the uh, black people kind of like chose to be slaves or black Americans chose to be slaves, right? Yeah. Um. Then he did the whole Make America Great Again campaign with Donald oh, Trump. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, you get me? Then he's kind of like, okay, now he's kind of like, I don't know, doing that weird stuff with like Kim Kardashian where it's like they've separated, but you know, he's he's ranting and raving on social media and all of that kind of stuff. You know, he, in the past, he's done the stuff to like Taylor Swift, he's done stuff with, um, he's talked bad about Amber Rose, his ex, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, it's just yeah. done a lot of there's just been a lot of continuous stuff where it's like if it was anybody else you know this would be a big thing but because we have so much love for Kanye it's like we kind of like sweep it under the rug you get me so for me I'm not saying he should be cancelled I don't think there's a particular thing it's not like with R. Kelly where it's like R. Kelly's sexually been a predator you get me like he yeah, deserves yeah. to be you know, outcasted from society. I don't think Kanye's done Kanye's done anything like that. But for me, like, there's enough to be like, Kanye's not the the person where I put him on a pedestal when I was a kid. You get me? Like, yeah, he's, a, he's yeah. a human being. He's done some crazy sh- stuff. Like, there's there's been enough to be like, okay, he's not the same Kanye that I adored when I was a kid. You get me? Yeah, and probably that's where. I- I've probably forgotten a lot of things because I'm not at the level that you're at. I was never a diehard Kanye fan. I mm-hmm. think from the time that the whole Illuminati thing was <laughs> like, you know, it was heavy back in the day. I just didn't really listen to um, Kanye. I didn't really listen to Jay-Z. I yeah. did, I do, I, okay, I adored Beyonce. So it was really hard for me to like <laughs> take myself out of that. Like we have like whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe that that's why for me it just doesn't it doesn't hit hard when um, Kanye does something. It's just like it's a shock factor. Like, oh my gosh, like you did that. You what's it called? Did he punch um, uh, paparazzi in the face one time? It wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) Yeah, but he just does crazy stuff. But again, to for that right, what am I trying to say? Like, the fact that he's come out that, you know, he was, I guess, addicted to drugs um, and that he had bipolar, does that then excuse him for his behaviours? Like, does it explain his behaviours? You see, this is a thing that I'm always kind of like, I don't know, thinking about where it's like, every time Kanye does something mad, it's like, some there's, there's this general consensus on social media or within the public where it's like, we shouldn't be criticizing Kanye. We should be, you know, he needs. We need to talk about how he needs to get the help that he needs, or stuff like that. We shouldn't laugh at Kanye. He needs to. He needs help. He he's clearly crying out for help, or you know, he lost his mother from like I don't know when when he lost his mother, but it's like he lost his mother. He hasn't been the same since then. He clearly needs help, mm-hmm. and I don't disagree with that. You get me, but I feel like there comes a certain point where it's like you cannot use 
what is against you to do some fuck shit to somebody else. Yeah. 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 So, like, I don't know. R. Kelly was abused, for example. And listen, this is just an example. I'm not comparing R. Kelly to Kanye because that's a whole (laughs) other story. But R. Kelly cannot say because he was abused, he can now become an abuser. You get me? Yeah, just to justify that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I couldn't. Like, if I had some sort of mental illness and I was bullying people, I couldn't use my mental illness to, to absolve myself from bullying other people. You get me? Yeah. I feel like every time he does something, people say, oh, he's suffering from bipolar, which is cool. We've known that for a while, but why hasn't he got the help that he needs? You get me? Like, clearly there's something there where it's like the people around him don't care or he himself doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And it's like... When it when does it get to the point where it's like you can't stop you we can't stop saying he has bipolar to absolve him from degrading or doing some mad shit to somebody else? You get me? Yeah, I get it. I, yeah, I I I do agree with you to an extent, but I think it doesn't necessarily him, us knowing that he has bipolar doesn't necessarily like justify his actions, but it gives us a sense of understanding. But yeah, I do agree with you in, in um for the fact that just because he has those conditions doesn't mean he can't be a better person kind of thing. Like it doesn't justify his bad behaviour. But I don't know. I don't know. What was the original question? Anytime anytime um Kanye releases something, whether it be you know, clothing or music or the documentary that he just released recently. So genius. I don't know if people have watched that, um, but he released a three-part documentary on Netflix with um, basically talking about the early stages of his career. And if you've watched it, like I watched it and I was just like, damn, man. Because for me, I haven't listened to Donda. I haven't listened to Donda. Um, I haven't listened to the album before Donda. You get me. So for me, I haven't listened to Kanye in a while. I haven't really looked at Kanye in a while. It's like when I was watching this documentary and seeing the early stages of of Kanye, I'm like, all right, this guy is, this guy is amazing. You get me? Like the early stages of Kanye, like him with his 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 people in Chicago, how much he loved Chicago, but how much he believed in himself to kind of like get to the stages of where he's at. I'm like, this guy is 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 fantastic. And yeah, so have a lot yeah. of other people. Like while they're watching this documentary, like the college dropout has shot back up to number eleven on on the Billboard charts. You get me? Um, yeah. And I think from that, somebody must have tweeted, um, "You guys are so forgetful when it comes to Kanye. Like yeah. all he has to do is you know release something." And that's where this kind of like statement came from. Um, but I'm like, are we not able to separate the two? Okay, in so that sense, to the for the statement, do you think it's waffle or do you think it's not? I think there's some truth to it, yeah. but I feel like this statement shouldn't have been said because of this documentary. You, wait, so you think they should have questioned it before, like way before? No, I think I think it's acceptable even now, but just not. You shouldn't place it around the documentary. Oh, okay. You get me? Because I feel like the documentary isn't trying to absolve Kanye of anything. I feel like the documentary is just showing Kanye his journey throughout his life. You get me? Yeah. 
So a lot of people, when they were talking about the, the documentary, we were just talking about the early stages of Kanye and like his rise to like fame and stuff like that. But yeah, we weren't yeah. saying, you know, everybody wasn't saying, oh my God, like Kanye's that guy, blah, blah, blah. Like we still recognize that Kanye has a lot of issues, you get me? But mm. we were just saying, yo, this, this documentary is lit. Like Kanye is lit. Like the college dropout, the way it dropped, like him going, yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't, I don't think there's a problem with that. Okay, I agree. Uh, I, I, I do completely agree with you. Um, yeah, the the documentary was was pretty good. It, I feel like it proper inspired me because I was like, damn, I need to have that kind of self belief in myself. Even just the imagine how much of a, sorry, I'm swaying from the actual statement, but having some like a parent around you, or people around you to have so much belief in you obviously he had done stuff before this documentary had come out that's why they started documenting it because he was making waves in um in his scene as a producer yeah yeah as a as a producer in chicago and then moving to new york and stuff but yeah it's just it's just amazing to me like the way donda had so much belief in him and the way Mm -hmm. his friends and his peers were like oh this guy has got something it just made you like it just made me think about myself and like you know i don't know it just made me look inward rather than yeah. just like oh my gosh like okay yeah i was like oh my gosh like um kanye is talented but i i, I think it made me look inward more so but anyway that's swaying completely off topic but um yeah i do agree with what you said prior to that but yeah man Ah, oh, come off it. Come off it. You're waffling. You have to know you're waffling. Um, basically, right. I've, uh, yeah, I've already spoken to you about it. But anyway, for everyone else that's listening. But basically, I've been seeing a lot of things on online um, surrounding dating and online dating and just modern dating nowadays. I wish we had like someone who was older to give their perspective. But anyway, um, yeah. Firstly... One thing that I saw was, I don't know how to do this, because there's so many things coming into my mind just surrounding dating. And we haven't really spoken about dating a lot, so I'd love to hear, like, other people's opinions on it. Um, But, yeah, just dating in this day and age, it's just, the streets are cold. (laughs) The streets, the streets are definitely cold, definitely cold. Um, But, yeah, one thing I saw that really, like, intrigued me was um, a perspective that, you know that online dating um promotes or creates you know um narcissism basically um in the whole idea that you know you have to swipe right or left it's so quick it's so easy you know that men or women on there are very vulnerable and everyone's looking for the same thing which is love some of them could be looking for sex, but it's same. But that that that's still like they're looking for a need to be met, and you know narcissists can you know use that to their advantage. Uh, whereas some some online dating apps like Bumble, the woman has to you know make make the first move. And I saw a lady speaking on this, and she was saying that um, men are supposed to be the hunter gatherers, the ones that go after the women so the fact that the women make the first approach it kind of plays into that role of like um 
forgot the word she used. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think? From what I just said, what do you think? Mm, before I answer that, um, going to that, um, men are supposed to be the hunter-gatherers. I always love when um, women play into patriarchy when it benefits them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm actually... Um, yeah, I, I always love that part. Um, but yeah, um, I think for me, like I was telling you, um, I disagree in terms of like online dating promotes narcissism or narcissistic tendencies because I feel like online dating is just a conduit for dating in terms of like it just allows people easier access to more people yeah. that would be in in the pool of dating or who want to date or who want to you know who are interested in relationships or whatever it is um when it comes to romance you get me um I feel like with online dating you're going to attract people and you can't you can filter it but you can't filter it you get me like you can't filter who comes on your app and you're gonna have the people who want relationships and the people who are just there to kind of like be there and 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 interact with people and you're gonna get a, a, a wide range of people normal people sane people and narcissists manipulative people you get me yeah um so i'm like is it online dating that promotes narcissism is it is it online dating that promotes that or is it um is it just a byproduct of dating because i feel like if you if you went to a house party or if you went to like if a woman if a young woman went to a house party or she went to the club and she moved to a guy that already is going to feed his ego where it's like in that moment he's already kind of like if he's not somebody who's sane or normal, he's already thinking, oh, I could use this to my advantage. You get me? Yeah. And that's the same as if he did that online, where it's like on Bumble, where a woman has to say hello to the guy first. That's going to feed his ego the same way if a woman moved to a guy, you know, in normal life. Mm. That's, yeah, it's going to feed the ego the same way. That's why I'm like, I disagree in that sense. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess I agree with you. Um, yeah, I guess I could. I agree with you because you can you can meet narcissists like anywhere. I, I, I don't know. I maybe I didn't understand um, narcissism that well, but from the way that people described, they said like you know tendencies of a narcissistic person is like in the beginning, especially through dating. In the beginning, they do this whole love bombing. And you know they give you all the love and affection that you want and need and da, 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 da. and then after a while they just kind of take that away from you kind of thing and they just leave you with just like you questioning yourself and them you know them hardly giving you anything and whatnot and obviously they don't care about your wants and needs and they just care about themselves and put themselves first and whatnot whatnot. And they manipulate you. They're very manipulative. But um, yeah, my question. Um, I was gonna say, have you seen? Have you met anyone that's narcissistic? Do you think? Not. Uh, 
nobody I can remember off the top of my head. No. Yeah, because even with that, that description, maybe what the the whole like love bombing thing doesn't everyone do that in the beginning? That's the whole puppy love thing and the whole honeymoon stage, no? Yeah. And then slowly that honeymoon phase like disappears. So like how do you know when they are truly a narcissist or it's just like a normal dating phase? Describe love bombing again. It's like when you they just give you all the love and attention and da, 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 like every they give you everything off the bat. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They care. They da, 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 da. I feel like I feel like there's a line sometimes. Go and elaborate. There's a line sometimes where um, I feel like in the early stages, if somebody's paying you too much attention, that you feel like suspicious or that you feel like this is a bit too much. You get me? Do you or do you? Like, do you not just naturally enjoy that? I don't know. Nah, for me, I'm like, you're doing too much. There's there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a line. You get me. So, but, but then what's... Okay, I think... Okay, for me, I'm just hesitant, like, for people, just in general. Like, people's intentions anyway. So, I don't really, like... Like what you're saying, it could be like, mm, child, you're just doing too much. But then there's a point where I probably, like you know, fall into it, be like, okay, this is nice, do you know what I mean? So what's the line? For you, what's what's the line? I don't know, I feel like when you're getting to know someone at the early stages, like, you're getting to know them, you get me? So it should, like, obviously you want to do nice things and you want to compliment them and stuff like that. But at the same time, I don't know, for me, when feelings haven't developed yet, it's like, I'm still going to treat you in a way that it's I don't know is casual but also it's it's obviously a level above casual but it's like you're not like the highest priority in my life right now you get me yeah um I'm not gonna like worship the ground that you walk on because I don't know you yeah true see what I mean so I feel like when somebody's worshiping the ground you walk on but they barely know anything about you. That's weird. <laughs> I, I, okay, yeah, I hear it. I went, okay, mm, I, I get it. But then, okay, what if the feelings are, like, you've met someone, you've expressed that you're interested in them, they've mm-hmm. expressed it, same. So it's like, can you really be casual? Like, you know, is casual not too nonchalant? Like, when I say casual, I mean there's 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 no pressure. I feel like when you when you suddenly kind of like kind of like put all your space and time and effort into someone, mm. like you're suddenly I don't know calling someone at random hours, like every every second of the day, you're texting them, like what are you up to now, what are you doing now, blah blah blah. It's mm. like it's a lot you get me yeah it kind of puts the pressure on them but it also feels like you can't keep you cannot keep this up no you can't you 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 actually cannot so to me that there's there's always a line where it's like you're doing too much at the moment (laughs) yeah 
I guess it's like, would you call that an ick? Like, if someone's just doing too much, I guess it is an ick. All right, let me put it this way to you, yeah? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Somebody has shown interest in you, yeah? Okay. And obviously they're doing everything nice, like flowers, gifts, blah, 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 you get me? Yeah. And the feelings are there, yeah? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know, they spend every minute, of their time focused on you at some point are you like do you not have friends do you not have a job like do you not feel like that um if it's at the beginning beginning yeah 100 percent. like because if we haven't established like that that's the norm and you're trying to push like a narrative then i'll be like what is, what is you doing or you're telling people oh yeah it's my wife is. Blah, 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 blah. I'll be like, yo, slow down, slow down. But or if I don't know, there's two there's two extremes. But um, not two extremes. But um, what am I thinking? I don't know why I feel like I'm trying to pick my words carefully. But um, yeah, I I guess in a sense, like I would find it weird if you're like straight up, you're like, oh, I'm falling in love with you and this and that and I've only met you twice and like we're doing the most like I would find that weird but at the same time some of the some of those behaviors is very like oh that's cute like if someone wants to talk to me all the time or like wants to message me all the time I'd find that cute I don't know it's really weird but then I guess it depends who it is because sometimes when people like reply really quickly i get really anxious and i'm like wait what are you doing <laughs> like at least let me come off the app then respond do you know what i mean mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i don't i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but i feel like <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with this but i guess in it, what i'm trying to say is like yeah it on one hand it could be very annoying but then on the other hand all that stuff could be very like nice to receive you know, like the flowers, the gifts, the, the the thoughts, like thinking of you, blah blah blah. That's that's nice, you know. It's supposed to be nice. I hear that. Um, the whole narcissism thing and narcissistic thing. I think we can both agree that you know it doesn't mean that everyone online is a narcissist, basically. And I guess for some people who are just naturally shy, it just makes it easier the women to approach them first kind of thing um or just in general it just makes it it just makes the interaction a bit easier sometimes um but yeah you can find narcissistic narcissist anywhere but my other question to you is do you think that you know this whole modern dating thing you know i don't know if you've dated a lot or if you're dating right now um but yeah this modern dating life is just kind of killing or destroying like commun- um commitment. What do you think? I don't think so. I feel like a lot of things that people did back in the day, like when we compare it, because we're saying modern, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the time when people say, "Oh, there's no commitment these days," or you know, relationships aren't like they were before. Yeah. I feel like a lot of things that people got away with back in the day, you can't get away with now. Yeah, yeah. You get me? 
so like yeah people might say oh relationships lasted longer back then but did they really or is it that you know if you did a madness it stays within your village like yeah is it um i feel like if if you did something now like the whole city knows it like if it's if it's crazy whereas like before like the only people you knew were the people within your immediate circle or within your immediate like vision you get me whereas now like because of social media and and all that there's access to so many different people yeah you see it um but yeah um i feel like there's a whole lot of things that 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 kind of like contribute to where we are now in terms of like um social media is definitely one but then like the cost of living is different so people are settling later because they're focusing on their careers or they're focusing on their personal goals and stuff like that mm-hmm. um or like they can't afford kids or stuff like that um so that they're not getting into committed relationships because that desire for family life isn't isn't there at a young age anymore um but then also in terms of like the behavior that we that we have and um how people treat each other are people more selfish um i really can't say because i wasn't there back in the day um but um I guess if 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 there are more options then you're gonna feel like you have more choice yeah yeah Yeah. which means you're gonna you're gonna wait until you can you can find what's best rather than focusing on building yourself and building something real with a particular person Mm. so i so i do hear that but at the same time like I don't think we can look too deeply into it and be like, people now are inherently selfish. And that means that there's less commitment than there was before. Yeah, I get that. Um, I do agree with you. I think, well, my take with it, um, on it was going to be like, it's easier to cheat now. No, no, sorry. Yeah, it's easier to cheat now, to be fair. No, actually, sorry. I lost my train of thought. No, um... What was I going to say? Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah. Basically, what you were saying before, like, back in the day, which I, this is what I was saying before, that I wish we had someone older to kind of give their perspective on things. But again, I don't even know if I know anyone who would be that open and that frank with us to be like, this is how it was, you know, people were on the mezzanine, da 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 but in terms yeah. of commitment, um, I think back in the day, the, the pattern that I've seen, especially with my family or with um, others around me, it was normal for people to settle down and get married early. That was just the norm. Like mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21, 22, that was the norm to get married and start having kids. Um, mm-hmm. So in that sense, if adults are saying like, you know, uh, or the older generation are saying that um because technically we're adults sorry <laughs> but yeah if the older generation are saying that um you know all oh, these young people this dating thing 
you guys aren't doing it right, da, 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 da. they're probably basing it off the fact that, you know, at their age, their focus was on finding a husband, finding a wife, having kids, you know, making money, you know, surviving kind of thing. Whereas now, like what you said, our focus has shifted to a career. There's still people who don't really like the idea of a career, but still there's plenty of us who are career driven and who are thinking about other things before having kids and you know are having kids at an older age due to even um medical reasons as well like the the way that the medical industry has you know shifted we live longer and we can have kids at a later age yeah and just we just financially stable like you said but um in terms of cheating and stuff yeah you're completely right like if someone was to step out back in a day like i don't think they had no when did mobile phones actually come into play like early 2000s you think no because the brick was before that no yeah but there's no camera phone on the brick yeah but even just to call people like you had to like go to a phone box or send a telegraph or something to like a mm-hmm. meeting or like be like okay meet me at this place like meet in person and be like meet me at this place at 8pm and you just have to be there if you're not mm-hmm. there you know, there's no way to go and tell the person like bro where you at da, 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 da. you just yeah this doesn't happen do you know what I mean so in terms of communication now there's like our communication has developed extremely like extremely compared to like back in the day whereas you can communicate with a lot of people right now. You can do a mazzoline. And back in the day, you could have just gotten away with it. The only way that you found that your husband cheated was if the if the mistress comes up to you and be like, yeah, this is your baby kind of thing. Like, it sounds... I don't know if I'm making sense. I feel like I'm just rambling. But anyway. No, um, but for real, like, how many of us, like, come from homes where, you know, it's not a two-parent household or... You know, um, you know, we have half brothers or half siblings and stuff like that. Or, you know, there's there's so many like family situations, which isn't that sort of nuclear family that people desire or people yeah. like long for. Um, and it's all of a sudden it's like people forget that. And it's like, you know, the older generation knew what they were talking about and knew what they were doing. But when we look at, you know, the actual statistics and stuff like that, it doesn't seem to correlate with with that sort of idea that we have of you know the golden age of relationships yeah if and people would have it yeah and i think their measure of commitment is just sticking through it like just whatever happens you just stick through it you just stay with your partner regardless you're that's that's it that's that's what you have to do and that's their measure of commitment you know and like seeing obviously there is a higher rate of divorce um nowadays and there's a lot of like people who are getting divorced like after a year or two of marriage but i don't even think that's a i don't even think that's a sign of failure um to an extent but i guess the older generation when they look look at our generation um and see this they're thinking oh these young people like look what they're doing they don't know what they're doing they just give up blah 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 but what they had to go through for some of them was a mazzoline and it only got better 20 or 30 years in or until the other person passed away and this mm-hmm. is that's not necessarily a great life to live do you know what i mean or you sticking it through for the kids and this and that like and you're completely right there's so many people 
who have half siblings <laughs> and all that stuff and and there's so many people who um are in single parent households or you know in other type of households that the nuclear family is just not really there anymore but yeah like they don't really talk about that they just want to say oh look at these young people they don't know blah, blah, blah. anyway I'm, i feel like i'm just ranting now but <laughs> not for real for real for real i do think that because you know divorce has become so easy like easily attainable that it's still a hard process i don't get twisted but the whole stigma behind divorce has shifted i do think that it adds an element of like being able to like like there's an out basically i do think that there is still there is that aspect of it like in terms of commitment and marriage um yeah i don't know about modern dating man (laughs) i don't know um I couldn't really tell you. Um, I feel like, yeah, there is a lot of wayward behaviours out there, but I feel like they've existed yeah. since the beginning of time. Oh, no. Yeah. That's true. I know I say history repeats itself, but I guess, and it, it does, um, but obviously nowadays we have the internet and stuff, so that being... Everything's a bit... It's just a bit more obvious. It's a bit more in your face now. Yeah. And you, you don't necessarily have to question it as much because the evidence and the receipts are there. Yeah. For real. That is very But true. then, I guess, because it's more in our face, that probably adds more to the fear or more to the anxiety. Of commitment. Yeah. And, yeah, relationships in general where it's like, because we can see that maybe beforehand when they couldn't see it you know how like women say oh, as long as he doesn't bring it home it's okay yeah oh, that statement is so crazy <laughs> yeah so maybe it's like that where it's like okay it's not home but it's in our face you get me and that's adding to that fear and anxiety of like yo hold up like we're all moving mad because you know my friend who's in a relationship is going through this you get me like what's to stop me from going through that 